This hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast for creators of any variety. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for being here. Very much appreciate it. Today's episode, we have a friend of the show, good friend of the show, Davey Gardner. He is a UCB writer and he's a good pal of ours. He's on an indie team with me and with Justina. And you hear Justina in the background in this because this was recorded in our apartment. So girlfriend of the show is looming in the episode. (laughs) It's a loose and fun episode. Before we get more into that, I do want to mention that you can go to thereitispod.com. You can read up on blogs. We have uh, various blogs about guests and episodes, but also just other general information regarding comedy. And you can also support the podcast by going to the website. And big thank you to the people who are already supporting us. You can support in a couple of ways through PayPal and Patreon, either a one-time thing or monthly. And again, thank you to everyone who has donated. The reason we ask for support is because it helps us pay for the monthly bills of hosting fees and things like that. Also, it'll help us if equipment needs to be bought, we can more easily pay for that equipment. If you feel that you are getting good things from this podcast, that you're learning and you want to continue to learn from these wonderful guests that we have, then supporting us will help us continue to bring you that. And we can also help to promote and grow our audience and have more of a reach with the kinds of guests that we could get. So that's where supporting will go. Also, it would help justify all the time and energy that I put into putting this podcast together because I am the only one doing everything. I get the guests, I do the research, I write the questions, I interview them, I edit everything, I'm managing the website and the social media. I'm doing all of the stuff that has to go into it, things that you know about, things that you don't know about. I'm doing it. I'm doing it alone. So helping out will be a relief for me (laughs) in big ways. Okay, enough of the thing that people hate having to do when uh, they have a podcast, which is asking for money. Let's get to the thing we love to do, which is sharing with you our amazing guests for today. Davey's such a great guy. He is a good friend of ours. We met him through Magnet, and we're about to go through auditions together at the Magnet Theater. But he is currently writing for a mod team at UCB. It's a sketch team there. And he's also an associate producer at the Wonderful Truth Podcast. Really great podcast, so check that out out let's just get right to it here's my chat with davy gardner davy you're one of our closest friends here so we're drinking wine we're baking cookies you're in our home you're beautiful huh? <laughs> it's the perfect listen place. you're not the first person to come and do an interview here but you are the first to get wine and cookies so well, i bring it out in people yeah <laughs> you're from new york i am i know this the listeners may not mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. where exactly was it uh, Manhattan, West Side? Upper Manhattan, yep. Upper Manhattan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. People don't think that I'm from New York, but I am. Yeah, where do they think you're from? 
A lot of people say Ohio. <laughs> oh, really? We have a good friend from Ohio. That's why we laugh. I know. Oh. <laughs> um, one of the other the friends worst. from our indie team. And, uh, Andy Roberts. Andy. Andy C. Roberts, mm-hmm. if that's his middle initial. <laughs> I'm just taking a stab at it. Um, I would have, I mean, I didn't doubt it. I wasn't surprised when you told me New York, but I could, I would, I would expect a person's guess to be Connecticut for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> well, a lot of my family's from Connecticut. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just have that blank whiteness about me. Is that it? <laughs> the, like, cultureless. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if people just want to know, like, what Davy looks like and they yeah, haven't yeah, looked yeah. at the picture. I'm see-through. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, con- thank Connecticut. Right, right, right. right. Um, <laughs> no, but you're, so you're from this area, and I feel like... So that's like one of the first things that we all noticed about you because we met in level four. Yep. Um, right and right, right after the midway point of taking classes at, mm-hmm. at Magnet, and you're just so immediately funny and quick and sharp. That's so um, nice. <laughs> well, so nice. <laughs> get used to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You're going to get a lot of compliments oh, today, so Sarah. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> it's an intervention of you accepting compliments. No, but for real. Um, and I, I, I just feel like it has something to do with you being from New York. The, the you're being so funny that it's like oh. it, it, I feel like growing up here, people are sharper. They're quicker. They're more to the point. Not necessarily like people think more uh-huh. to the point exclusively means right. mean, but I just mean they just <laughs> cut to the to the like core of an issue. They just like are That's quick, interesting. street smarts, you know. Yeah, I don't know if I would say that on the radio. <laughs> Um, uh, no, I don't know if I would say it at all, but uh, I, I, I'm not sure that's true, but it is very nice. And I, like, it might, I, I mean, it might be, I think there's a little bit more, like, what's really going on here that's, mm-hmm. like, sort of part of the, the culture, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Colin Quinn has a great stand-up special about New York. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. I've yeah. only heard about it. Mm. Yeah. All of my comedy specials on Netflix are just sitting in my queue, <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> forgotten about. And then two years later, it doesn't make sense to watch it. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of times. Right. Well, no, okay. So, like, I feel like you're you're very much a writer, you know? Yeah. Um, and as you know, <laughs> and <laughs> and so you, I feel like that comes out in the way you present comedy, and I'm interested about when you got super into comedy were you a kid who was always joking around i mean for me or other member other members of our indie team it's kind of obvious we were the ham in the family who goofed around Mm -hmm. but were you the ham or were you the the writer type who was more like sitting in your room writing a bunch of funny stuff but i was definitely alone in a dark room (laughs) writing jokes that only i ever saw yeah that's my vibe oh not like, yeah, like same as Robin. No, I'm kidding. She was <laughs> the ham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the third <laughs> podcast episode where Robin was mentioned. <laughs> She's oh, yeah. going to be delighted. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was uh, always always like a write, writing type. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't think about comedy at all until after college. Mm-hmm. After then, college, yeah. Okay. After college. Um, and so, were you a lover of comedy before that, or were you more of a like? Yeah, I always loved funny stuff and funny mm-hmm. writing, but mm-hmm. I just didn't think about it um, in the way that I didn't really knew it existed in the way that it does. And then, um, 
and yeah and I always wrote like essays and short stories and like mm-hmm. even like movies and stuff before then but I never thought about it like comedy writing I think in like sort of the way that 30 Rock made it famous yeah. you know what I mean like oh, that yeah. kind of way mm-hmm. I just didn't think it was sort of an option I did like I don't know and then I just had yeah. all kinds of uh, like a weird college experience and then I came back to the city and I went to a UCB show and <laughs> yeah I started I, I loved it I always wanted to do like writing on mod. that was yeah. like my goal yeah when you say you had a weird college experience, was it because of what your major was? And obviously it wasn't um, entertainment-based. It was because I... Uh, it was not entertainment-based. I was a history major. Okay. Um, why was it... Well, so my... Well, yeah, sure. We could talk about that. My, so my mom died <laughs> in um, my uh, senior year of college. Mm-hmm. And she okay. was sick during most of college okay. and I was far away from home so it was just like oh, a complicated awful okay. situation I thought you were closer to home for college no 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 yeah it was way and where uh, were you I was at uh, in St. Paul Minnesota oh so, wow yeah, so it was like oh. cold and far away yeah and everyone was nice Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful um, and yeah 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 so it was like a weird college experience yeah, for sure okay. um, I like worked really really hard I like my family's very academic in a lot mm-hmm. of ways and mm-hmm. I, I, I was working really really hard isn't you you have a sister who's like a PhD you told me or um, something she's a, a medical doctor but uh-huh. I'm sure she would love that you said that <laughs> so yeah yeah I mean this is the background you're coming from of yes. uh, yeah like very fiercely competitive wasps yeah <laughs> that's not that's what I was going to say <laughs> but that's what I was going to mean right 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, so okay, so you had that experience, and and the UCB show that you saw just totally changed everything for you. Um, or was there know, a little bit of a buildup? Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, no, 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 it was a big deal. I mean, mm-hmm. it was also like I was very sad for a while, right? Um, yeah, and then I like went to a show. I saw this. It just became this big community of people that mm-hmm. were you know a bunch of weirdos just having fun and <laughs> just i yeah i went to a lot of I feel imp- like you found your people to yeah i found like yeah. my people and mm-hmm. and improv in general i hadn't had any exposure to so then wow. i was like oh wow this is cool i yeah. like this a lot and it, it what felt show like was it? okay it, oh no, no no it was a um it was there well i went to a lot of shows grandma's ashes did which is the saturday night slot but i also saw um improv nerds with steve tyson brandon gardner so you were seeing a mix of shows you weren't exclusively seeing improv or sketch you were seeing a little bit of both oh yeah no i I was starting with it started with like seeing some improv shows Mm -hmm. and then i went to the sketch night and then i was like that's what i want to do oh Um, very cool yeah really really because i because i i kind of had an instant like that i wanted to be a writer and i was Mm -hmm. like oh i like this theater i probably want to write at it and and i did want to write at it (laughs) and it was yeah i i don't know It, it, it yeah i guess it did sort of change a little bit in one moment uh or, or, or yeah, it was, it was like what you said. I just like feel like oh, I found my people. This yeah. is like a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's <laughs> that's the experience I think all improvisers yeah. <laughs> have when they when they go to the theater or when they they yeah. hang out or something. Then they realize oh, these are the people I've been looking for my whole life. Uh, mm-hmm. That I maybe I didn't even know they existed. And mm-hmm. here's here's that connection. It's something that um, when John Stewart was talking about when. 
the experience of finding stand-up and starting to do it. And he said that it, it was like finding the socket for his plug, you know, like, like it's the thing that mm. gave him electricity or, or, or oh, energy, that you know, holds up. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I think that's somewhat what yeah. happens when people who become improvisers so. find, you know, like when they go to these theaters, it's kind of like, this is the thing that energized me in a way I didn't realize I even could be energized. Yeah. That's that's a big moment. Uh-huh. I've always loved improv so much, or, well, since I heard about it, <laughs> um, because of the, like, mindset that it puts me in for writing. Right. Um, and I like it in general on its own, mm-hmm. but I just, re- like, so many of the things that I needed to learn as an improviser is mm-hmm. exactly what I had to learn as a writer, and then it yeah. just jump-started the whole thing. And I also think I sort of, it felt like a little bit like cheating, like, there were so many people in improv classes that hadn't taken or like really thought a lot about sketches and Mm -hmm. improv is most like some of it is like improvised sketches so like just like the structure of like three beats the game whatever all of that Mm -hmm. stuff came so easily to me because i was like oh Mm -hmm. we're just doing a sketch yeah Yeah. so that and that just makes sense in my head so when you started (laughs) i assume did you first start taking sketch classes or was it improv classes? I took a sketch class first mm-hmm. and then I took shortly after an improv class. And the improv class was like, let's have fun. I'm young. Let's do something weird. You know, like, and then I ended up loving it. So, yeah. And did you go through the whole curriculum at UCB for, I did. for improv? Yes, improv and sketch. And sketch, yeah. I assume. Um, I had great teachers at UCB. I, um, yeah, I love, and, uh, and at the magnet as well. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I love being in class. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> yeah. As a fellow nerd who started a podcast to be a nerd about improv and comedy in general. Yeah. For, <laughs> I get you. Do you have like a like a blog or website for this podcast? Mm-hmm. Do you think you could post that photo to for people listening, there's a photo behind Jason of Jason as a child, and he looks the same. <laughs> Do I? Or you just look, it is just a look that's like, it's like, I'm curious about what's going on. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'll post it on uh, the ins- my Instagram. Okay. Good, good, <laughs> Which good. I tell people about. Good, good, um, good. So it's enough of a connection. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> yes, we are... Again, in my place, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, yeah. and you're close enough to me to mention that. But it's funny, like <laughs> all the other guests, like they've seen it. I've talked to them about it, maybe, but not not in the episode. But they are I'm all so sorry. sitting. No, don't be. I'm just pointing out that they prob they were sitting where you are, and they had to sit. These comedians had to sit there and not say anything because they didn't that. know me well enough to say anything. I gotta say it. Oh wow! It. I want, is that kind of a power move to sit somebody there and be like, "Look at my look at two second, <laughs> second grade photo and don't say a word." I, while I like that idea, I think if that photo is anything, it is not a power move. <laughs> it's quite the opposite. I think it brings. Me I'm calm. daring them. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I'm You're daring, daring them, them to, to bring it up. Something. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, back to other forms yes, of comedy, though. Your UCB time period, uh, which you still learned your mm-hmm. UCB time period, but the early stages, I'm, what I'm fascinated about uh, is how quickly you got good at writing. Uh-oh. Because 
you're the kind of writer that I would have assumed was doing a lot of comedy writing mm. starting in like junior high or high school or something. But it doesn't sound like that was necessarily the case. It sounds like you did most of your writing out after college. First, I want to say you are also very talented. It's weird to have someone. I just I need to reciprocate this a little bit. Um, but I um, but thank you. Yeah, I, I well, I feel like I got good at writing quickly. Also, just because I, I have, as I said, um, I've been a writer like my whole, whole life. Mm, like it's mm-hmm, always been mm-hmm. the thing that I wanted to do. Um, so just sketch was sort of just a form uh-huh. of writing. Like it felt very much like going in writing mm-hmm. an essay going and writing whatever it is it's just uh, going home and doing the work mm-hmm. like i i get what it is to be alone with your computer and yeah. just do like creative writing in, in particular oh yeah like i did creative writing in college and yeah so it, i think that made it go faster and also i think it was such a happy and fun place to be that i just was like more 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 because i you know i had previously been in like a little bit of a downer zone yeah Yeah. so i was like i want to do this it's a good thing to put your mind on and get your mind off of some things too it is good to like or even make light of those things yeah yeah Yeah, it's coping the dark (laughs) you do have a (laughs) day that's true um (laughs) i think that's no but i think that's great and i think it, it is what helped you hit the ground running there you know like how long did you go through the taking classes process before you got on a mod team um, yeah, it did happen quickly. I uh, I don't know the the amount of time. Um, I did just I went got through the classes. I, I guess like two years or, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think yeah. And then I got put on the foundation, which is the best group of people. Really, so much of like so my, talented, I such mean, talented people. Previous guest Erica Hernandez. Yeah. I mean, that's how I saw her was going us going to see Erica your your show. Just a <sighs> wonderful, she's, wonderful person. She she's like a star. seems like a very sweet person. I don't oh, know yeah. her super well. Uh, I mean, I, that yeah, yeah, time yeah. I talked to her, you can never really gauge when yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. first time you've spoken to someone at length right, right, right. how they are. She seemed nice, but. Uh, you know, I don't know. She and, she is just. Oh, I'm sorry. What were we gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say. But then the last time uh, I saw her was with you, and yeah, she's yeah, the yeah. sweetest. Just a wonderful person and performer. In- uh, incredibly talented. So I, talented. Her late show bits that she's done oh, are fantastic. She's so good in them. She is really uh. great in them. She she's also the best person to have on a team. There was mm-hmm. a, a time a little while ago where we were going through some just like tough stuff mm-hmm. team wise it, and it wasn't anything like we love each other it was just like a like a scheduling thing or whatever mm-hmm. and she she ended up texting everyone a, di- a thing that she like loved about each person on uh. the team like she's just somebody that goes above and beyond and just so so talented mm-hmm. and um yeah we've become very close because yeah we have a very a similar like naturalistic mm-hmm. somewhat dark type of <laughs> she said the humor. same about you oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said the, she made that same uh, point <laughs> um in in referencing you she's super talented check out that episode if you haven't oh, i'm speaking to the listeners oh okay uh her episode of the podcast so how long have you been with the foundation two years okay this is wrapping up the end of our second year now mm-hmm. let's talk about your writing process like sure. when you're when you have an idea and you're trying to break that idea and, and make it work in the form of a sketch what is your particular preferred approach yeah so that's a good question like uh, i think that there are a lot of different ways of going about it and one is like premise based where you mm-hmm. come up with a premise for like a pitch meeting right mm-hmm. and then that'll be um clearly just like a 
like a comedic premise and that you can say in one sentence. Um, okay. But then I think the other way of writing that I really like doing and sort of been trying to like figure out is um, being able to just like sit down and write and sort of like improvise on the page, like mm-hmm. like sort of not knowing what the premise uh, is okay. in, the, in the beginning and just sort of writing something. And then while you're sitting there, sort of like making moves mm-hmm. um, in a way that you would as an improviser. Mm-hmm. And then from that, then sort of like just dribbling out like three, four pages of just letting yourself make weird choices and then being like, oh, I discovered like how this thing in here made me laugh. Mm-hmm. How do I repeat that? Or like or mm-hmm. like explore that specific thing? Because then I think yeah. it becomes like more organic and mm-hmm. more like, like I, I love to do scenes that improvisers enjoy watching. Like I like cool. to yeah, do yeah. scenes that feel naturalistic acting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like, um, yeah, and like surprising choices, like that they would be like a great improv scene. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, usually. So, the thing that I have a tough time with when I'm writing is I do hit walls. Uh-huh. And so, what it sounds like, uh, if if I were to take advice from what you're saying, is to when I hit those walls, to think about what is a move that you can make and that's somewhat knowing the different moves that can be made uh-huh. and thinking about the moment and like okay what kind of move would work here but then also the like twist that i can do well do you do you mean when you hit a wall like in terms of coming up with any idea or hit a wall like while you're in the middle while of i'm writing, in the middle of writing sketch. and what kinds mm-hmm. of writing are you doing is it sketch Ske- like okay, when cool. i've when i've written sketches that's like that's the thing it's like i'll have a premise i like and I have uh, maybe a couple of beats of it that I'm mm-hmm. already kind of know that I want to get to. Yeah. So then I think for me, I go to the same rules that you would give. I just burped. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I go to the same rules that I would that you would you might say for for improv, like going back to your environment or something. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when you know, mm-hmm. and not just like to mm-hmm. quote rest of the game, but also mm-hmm. just because if you go back to what naturally those characters would be doing, mm-hmm. then if you find a way that that sort of organic natural move could go back, back into to the, the game. Thing, it's yeah. always more surprising than if yeah. you like shoehorn in like, and then this happens, you yeah. know? So it's that's, like, yeah. That's a really good note because the typical mistake that people make uh-huh. with improv is trying to invent exactly. something brand new. Exactly. That's improv or sketch uh-huh. is they get so, so far into a scene and they don't know where to go next. Yep. And so they just go to crazy town uh-huh. or some aliens land all of a sudden. And it's like, yes. what did that have to do with anything that we've seen for the last two minutes? <laughs> you know, it's, it's inventing something and you can only invent, but so much, you mm-hmm. know, like there's, yeah. there's at this point it's a craft. It's, it's about yeah. crafting it. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. okay. Good stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's always interesting to see where a sketch can go. Um, but yeah, I think it's always going to be more interesting if it's like a, uh, a naturalistic next thing to happen. Mm-hmm. And I, and I love also finding scenes. Like I think if you have a, a funny idea, one way to, but you don't know like the context, one sort of way to cheat mm-hmm. <laughs> is to just put it in any context that is, that has a set of beats naturally built into it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I do um, so I've done too many sketches about games, mm-hmm. and it's because for it is quite 
quite obviously it has the structure of of a game Um, and it's just like oh okay now it's your turn you know like that it's like so obvious but anything really that it doesn't have to be a game just any any like wedding toasts at a rehearsal dinner that's Mm -hmm. something that has beats already yeah so whatever your idea is whatever the unusual thing you want to throw into that it's like it's gonna have like three beats right and it's so easy to just do it that way you also write for the truth podcast i do and um one of the things that you wrote for there that I love so much is an episode called Game Night. Yeah. Uh, if people listen to the Truth Podcast, yeah. uh, you're hearing some of his work. <laughs> it's a great podcast to check out. You're also working there now as a producer, right? Yes. Yes. And that was within the last six months or so? Yeah, it was in the last... Yeah. yeah. Um, but how did you get into getting to write there? So I wrote um, sketches at the at the UCB theater for Mod Night and they we like filmed them and put them up on YouTube mm-hmm. and they were uh, Jonathan Mitchell the producer and the person who used to have my job um, uh, Carrie Caston they were mm-hmm. uh, building a sketch episode because they do sketch episodes every now and again at uh-huh. the truth um, and they found one of them found one of uh, a sketch I wrote called Two Truths and a Lie, and the other one found a different sketch I wrote called Bad News Phone Call. And both of them, <laughs> I cheated and used a, like a game structure, and both of them are just wildly like sad. <laughs> so how did they find them? Uh, they just like were going through all Magnet Sketch and all UCB oh. Sketch, looking for like sketches mm-hmm. that appealed to sort of. And I think that's what's nice about me and the truth is that it, it feels like sort of a uh, a good pairing mm-hmm. um, because. I tend to like sort of more ground, like or no, like more naturalistic mm-hmm. stuff, and that's what they do. So then, uh, yeah, he just reached out to me and asked me like, "Oh, do you have like another? Could you write a little bit more to fill out the rest of this game night episode mm-hmm. um, as like the obvious theme?" And then I wrote it, and we had a great time working together. Yeah. And then six months later, he we he I, he brought me on for for a writer and the associate producer. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really great. It's a good opportunity, and it's it's just one of the weird things about New York because you know when you're trying to find work or, or get yeah. somewhere, people say like, "Well, you have to do this, this, and this," and da 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 da. And then all the people who have the work, and you ask them like, "How'd you get the job?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like randomly. Randomly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the work <laughs> like you were put, you were creating stuff, and you were putting stuff out. So that's an obvious thing. Yeah, that's a very important aspect of it. Uh-huh. But at the same time, um, it doesn't have this plotted course. Yeah, and maybe people. I'm starting to feel like, to a certain degree, maybe people shouldn't get so bogged down with the plotted course because you know when yeah. they have a misstep there, then they can start hating themselves. Or well, whatever. I think not only that, but I think that in entertainment in general, if somebody has done a specific uh, plan of mm-hmm. action, then agents will be like, oh, like that's... I, I they think burn that, it. They, it burns it's it. It's sort yeah. of like, yeah, mm-hmm. like that way has happened with this person. What are the chances that it's going to happen, happen again? again. You yeah. know, like yeah. the like Broad City Miles, like, oh, start a web series. <laughs> right, right. It's like, and then now there are like a million um, people doing people the same, doing thing. same thing. Yeah. And it, it, I think like by... And I think a lot of that has to do with being some when you are somebody who sort of looks at what somebody else has done and sort of goes sort of follows what they're doing Mm -hmm. that's always um helpful in one way but also it's good to like follow like what you 
want to do even if there's like no name for it uh, yeah like because then there, it, it, like yeah like if like I know a lot of sketch writers who do cartoons and mm-hmm. stuff and I think that kind of thing is so cool like it's just like yeah. a it, it, it's what you like you mm-hmm. know and it's not mm-hmm. like they're trying to write for the New Yorker or anything it's yeah like, it's just, they just they doing like what it. they wanted yeah. to do yeah and that's when you get really creative stuff that's not like derived yeah. on something that and happen. that's when you can enjoy the passion <clears throat> of it I think yeah and I think because a lot of people when they try to join the rat race, then it's disappointing and it brings down the thing they're passionate about. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Find the fun in your life and, yeah, and focus yeah, yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, work hard and mm-hmm. obviously and, and hone your skills. Um, but yeah, I think if, um, yeah, if someone was saying like, I'm putting a bunch of sketch videos online and I'm just hoping Comedy Central yeah, notices, right, right. then it's like, you're gonna get burnout, yeah. And you're gonna start hating the process of creating sketches. And what if your big break comes once you start hating it? What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know? it's it's yeah. just I don't know. There's a balance to find, and uh, there's got to be just a more healthier way to approach life. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the main thing. Overall, is like I think people forget how to just approach. Life. Like, there's also just like I th- I think people. If you are like struggling with your writing or something, uh, like learn how to cook. And I'm not saying learn to cook so that you can write about it. Mm-hmm. I'm saying just so that you care about anything, <laughs> anything else, else. You know, like because yeah. then you just get back in touch with what it is. Mm-hmm. That you, um, uh, but yeah, I, I also think I've always I've heard this somewhere. I think it, I don't know if it was from a friend or on a podcast. I don't I don't really remember. But I heard a long time ago, and this has been sort of like the driving thing for me, um, that a lot of people approach this industry or field like hunting like i gotta Mm. go get that audition i gotta go get the whatever um but it's actually like it can be a lot more like farming where you have like different Mm -hmm. crops different you know have you heard that before uh kind of oh okay great i mean i don't uh, i sort of heard about it once and now i'm not remembering as much right yeah (laughs) but continue well it's just i mean (laughs) um well it's, (laughs) it's just that like um instead of having to go out and get something and have that sort of competitive angry energy it's mm-hmm. about you start a bunch of different projects and you like diversify mm-hmm. your crops you do mm-hmm. different things and then you just keep tending to them you know like yeah. you keep watering all the fields mm-hmm. and then eventually maybe three of them fail but one of them really works or one yeah. of them leads to something else i have a lot of like a lot of the stuff that i um feel like has helped me along has been through like I used to be a teacher, like think mm-hmm. like through teaching and that's like mm-hmm. such a random, you know what I mean? But it's also like, yeah, I think it's also just focusing more than anything, not on how it's going to work out for you, but actually what the thing is that you're trying to do. So if you want to act, I think it's like focusing on the acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And obviously there are a lot of different approaches. Yeah. there. I, I mean, yeah, do you yeah, disagree but from like, your tone? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was trying to like, say like doing a bunch of different things versus like following. Acting. Oh yeah. It's like, you could do either. I think you could do either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also don't think diversify your crop. Like by that, I mean like, um, you have one show here. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. doing a sketch team there. Yeah. If you have like, uh, you're putting up your own show mm-hmm. that, like uh, you have an indie improv team those are all what i mean it's like e- oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. diversifying your crops within the overall right. farm of, yeah that's the yeah. approach i've taken <laughs> yeah exactly like, you do you know, this podcast yeah. uh-huh. indie team you know and all like, of those things make the other things better 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And it, it makes... You don't put all your eggs in one basket, um, so to speak. But also you don't put all of your hope in one thing. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, obviously, like, life can get tough regardless of what approach you take, too. I don't want to, like, make it seem like there's one surefire way. There's not. You know, there's yeah. not. But um, uh, I think... Uh, some sort of healthy balance is always. Yes. Yeah. If the only thing you do is improv, then when you have a bad show, your life will feel awful. Yeah. Like your whole life. Right? Yeah. But then if you have a lot of things going on, then mm-hmm. that bad show is just like, oh, that's bad, but something else is great. Exactly. You know? So yeah. that's good. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. I I want to be present in all of those things and be honest about all those things, but uh, I don't want one to overcome mm-hmm. all of my life. <laughs> it's a good approach. Uh, <clears throat> so you have since started doing things at Magnet as well. That's how, as I've mentioned earlier, that's how we met. And uh, we went through the conservatory together. We did. And uh, uh, that was a great experience and uh, super fun. What's it like? Because you, you've heard mm-hmm. it all. Like you've yeah, heard yeah, all yeah. the people uh, criticize UCB uh-huh. because they're the big dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's... Uh, in large part why people are criticizing yeah, UCB. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I, I feel like there's fun that can be had in either place or both places. And, oh, and yeah. you know, there are a few people I know who are taking classes there and at yeah. Magnet, you know, and mm-hmm. on a house team at Magnet taking classes or on a house team at UCB. What is your feeling and vibe uh, going through both worlds? That's a great question. My feeling is I love both of them so much. <laughs> They're both great. Um, and I also think it's like, well, I'm curious to hear what you think. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that they're not exclusive to one another. Um, they're, they're different approaches, but mm-hmm. also like you can know one approach and not do it. But yeah. it's just like kind of probably going to end up be helpful, yeah. being helpful to you to be able to do it two different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's also probably like some people are more suited for one and some people are more suited for the other. Right. Like mm-hmm. when I used to teach, it was all about like, okay, if they didn't understand it the way that you explained it, you have to come up with a new way of explaining it. You know? Yeah. So it's like maybe some people just are like, what is And there's a, a whole lot of other things going on in terms mm-hmm. of like what the theaters are like culturally. Mm-hmm. But, um, but in the end of the day, I'm, in terms of like the actual uh, differences in the way they talk about approaching scene work um i would say that yeah they're just like two different ways of doing it yeah right? like you and it's just mostly you, overlap yeah if you, you speak know? spanish you don't have to like not learn french you know it's like a separate thing <laughs> yeah like, and absolutely. they're both gonna help you be good at both languages right so, right whatever I totally agree that's not a good metaphor but you know what i'm talking about <laughs> i get what you're saying um and i and yeah. i trust the listeners get what you're saying yeah no i think it's it makes a lot good. of sense what you're saying um because there is no reason and and i haven't experienced uh hearing people from either theater uh hate on the other uh-huh you know like you just don't hear that um and you and, haven't heard that no oh, no okay. i mean yeah. I'm sure there's like students, mm-hmm. but like um, people who are on house teams, I don't hear them crap on the other yeah. theater. Teachers, I don't hear them crap on the other theater. You know, like mm-hmm. I just don't hear that. Yeah. But some people, it just, I don't know, there's some sort of temperature I'm taking in uh-huh. uh, from even maybe before moving up here where it just sounds like 
there's some sort of fighting and there's not so much you know like there's not all this like yeah i, I don't know blogs maybe make it seem like there, <laughs> there oh, is yeah. some yeah. sort of like uh beating each other up or something like that but it's not really <laughs> you know like jason madukas is known as a ucb guy but he did oh, madukas yeah. brothers at magnet oh like so many people yeah right? you like, know that, there's like, so much overlap too yeah, yeah. No, it, i mean it makes if, if people are having that talking about it like the crypts and the bloods that doesn't make sense <laughs> no, you know? like, they, there's so many teachers that teach it both and like early yeah. like, that do yeah. yeah like uh that <laughs> that's uh i have not sensed any of that i kind of wanted to spell that well what's your yeah for sure what's your feeling about um, so that's sort of like the, if that's not true, how do you feel? I mean, you, you like magnet stuff, right? You yeah, like I love the magnet. magnet yeah. I love the magnet approach too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what are, the other thing is also like, what are you going there for? What are you? you so, know? and that's what, it's ultimately why I was glad I went with magnet. It's no mm-hmm. shade on UCB. I just, yep. I, it's just the, the way, uh, mm-hmm. the, the approach at magnet yeah um i can follow better uh-huh. like i get it more totally um i'm better at it uh-huh. and it's more i think it teaches me more of the type of imp- improviser i want to be yeah now again that doesn't disparage the merit of what is taught in uh-huh. an improv at at ucb because there are a lot of improvisers from ucb that i love you totally. know <laughs> like yeah. that i think are so are super great i just i'm not as quick uh at at breaking down the funny in a scene and how to heighten that like matt besser is uh-huh you know and i feel like the approach there is very much premise based yeah yeah and i'm not as good at premise based i'm just yeah i think that's like when people talk about this kind of stuff i always feel like um that's a it's like an opportunity you know like mm-hmm. you're it's like, like if yeah. you're if the way you feel about it is i'm not good at premise space let's just say it you're a fantastic naturalistic actor <laughs> we all know this jason farr what a great improviser <laughs> truly um so when you're in that scene with matt besser in your fantasy <laughs> um, or when you're living this out that scene's gonna go fine it's gonna go not only fine but you'll probably ground it with sort of a yeah. great way of being and that's real in his it. approach to improv it sounds like I, i've heard him say things oh, that okay, are like great. what you're saying of like he wants he does want things to be uh like he has his approach but it's not at the expense of grounding a scene or working yeah. with environment like he wants there to be truth in the scene totally and i also don't think that game is inherently not truthful like i think that right. there is something even mm-hmm. though it is a formula um mm-hmm. when things are really funny in real life like real <laughs> memories where just people can't there was this margaret and i went on this uh margaret guided, your Mar- lovely girlfriend margaret burris she is the best thing super ever. funny the best person um mm-hmm. so funny she is just yeah just like wildly funny wildly intelligent just the best person <laughs> um but uh someone's she, in love I, mean, right? uh, I went on a tour with her of um uh, of this plantation in the south, which was mm-hmm, actually like mm-hmm. super messed up the way they presented everything. But they no, um, I know that experience, right? Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's like public history is a yeah. Uh, but the uh, the thing that was so funny is that this this poor tour guide 
was walking around. She had clearly like planned everything to the second. And there was this old grandfather clock. And she was like, this is actually my favorite. I'm not going to do a southern accent. Um, this is <laughs> my you. favorite. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my favorite thing in the, in the whole house. Like, uh, if And if you'll listen, this, this old clock, like blah, 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 some history. And she's like, this old clock will ring right now. And then nothing happened. Oh. And then she was like, oh, whoops. And then she goes, okay, right now. And it didn't happen again. And then she did it like a third. She was like, something's wrong. And then finally, she just was like, all right, well, I guess maybe we'll, this has never happened. I guess we'll move away from it. And then she starts talking about another thing. And then, ding, ding, ding. and it was just like, ah, oh, that that really happened is just perfect. You know? Yeah, yeah. Rule of threes, everything. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I totally agree. Like, also, there's something about being on a tour when like, any situation. I love situations where you're not supposed to laugh, but you oh, just can't stop. Oh gosh, one of my favorite moments is God, what is so that? Fun. I mean, it wasn't. It doesn't have the pattern. <laughs> it's just like a, a really messed up joke was made uh, amongst like super close friends, and <laughs> I think like. All four of us, those like best friends from college, uh-huh. with a couple other people all in the car together. Mm-hmm. And one of them made a just an awful joke oh, no. <laughs> at the expense of one of the other friends, <laughs> including his sister on her wedding night. Oh, and it was just like <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and we're in the back seat crying with laughter. And the more time that everyone else was in the car was awkward and not laughing oh, absolutely the funnier it was and the more it made me laugh that is exactly my favorite oh. kind of humor when somebody just does something that <laughs> so I inappropriate lo- i love stuff yeah and things that are inappropriate that's what's so funny or like revealing things like mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like i wrote this sketch i wrote that uh, that my boss of the truth uh, liked is it's like a sketch where they're playing two truths and a lie and then like yeah. they, have you seen that it's like a they play mm-hmm. Juju's line, they'll be like, uh, it gets to like one of the characters, and then she tell one of her like truths is this long fucked up story <laughs> about like a clown. It's just like that kind of, and then everyone just doesn't know how to react. Those are my favorite situations. I love it. Uh, I see it in your writing. I mean, in the game night has uh, has this element to it that you're talking about, and 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 <laughs> bringing it out, especially <laughs> the um, carnival episode of the the oh, last Wonder, uh, World. Yeah. Wonder World episode, yeah. which was the uh, the season finale yeah. of this past season of the Truth. Really does a great job of uh-huh. dragging that out and and showing like what you're talking about yeah, right now, yeah. which is a tough thing to do because <laughs> it's tough to like make those moments of this is not what you're supposed to be laughing at and we're all gonna laugh about it right now. Like yeah. it's what's so fun about that in real life is that it's organic and just happening and uh-huh. how did this all happen? But when you're having to like intentionally <laughs> do it, like it's it's a tough. Uh, is that like? your favorite genre of writing <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i don't know what my favorite genre of writing is it's uh i think whatever it is is it's got to be surprising yeah that's my main thing mm-hmm. uh have you ever seen the movie wild tales no there's a great movie called wild tales uh it's from argentina it's like a. It does a lot of sketch-like heightening, but they are <laughs> short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a feature film that has six short stories in them. I recommend mm-hmm. it. But it's like it's just like, yeah, a, a, yeah. a part of it is heightening an escalation of tension, and mm-hmm. then another part mm-hmm. of it is a narrative arc. 
um, and a lot of people say in sketch like don't be plotty like right. those are the that they sort of conflict with one another but ah. I don't think that they do necessarily I don't know that necessarily does in sketch I understand why people give that note in improv Absolutely. because it's so hard when you're making it up on the spot to like follow the, the funny I think why, and a yeah. storyline I think why you give the note is because you might be working with improvisers who haven't quite gotten far enough that yeah. they can then play with it afterwards. Yeah. But like if you are, you know, yeah, like, when you're advanced, like, like when Lewis you're and Rick or someone, they they can yeah. they can have mm-hmm. characters that yeah. develop from start to finish, yeah. and then also have like this is very like much tightening. a plot yeah. in Cornfeld and Andrews. Totally. Uh, well, I shouldn't say very much because it's it really no, no. is more focused on the relationship. But there's so much plot. <laughs> Because it's an hour, you know? Yeah, like, they have to yeah, do an yeah, hour yeah, yeah. Of, uh, of an improv show of, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and it's just two people up there, which makes it a little easier to mm-hmm. bring in plot. Yeah. yeah. Um, getting a little uh, theoretical and nerdy on yeah. <laughs> on improv notes. But uh-huh. now uh, we're transitioning to the end of the episode where we can oh, create it something flew again. by. It did. It always oh, does. Oh, we can create something. Fun. Yeah. Can now we can do a scene? We can do that, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, um, why not? But, but what, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to... I always, at this point, I'm like, well, what have we been talking about? What's uh, something that uh-huh. we could figure out? I recently did one with the, someone who writes sketch. So I don't want to like bring out sketch ideas again, because that was just a few weeks ago. So what is something else I could do? <laughs> and uh, it probably is like... Um, Doing a an improv scene or creating a, a an improv game or warm up or fun. <laughs> Let's do it. Which do Whichever. you want to do? Oof, probably an improv scene. Let's do Let's it. Let's do an improv scene. All right. Uh, uh, Justine is in the room. <laughs> Justina, can we have a suggestion of anything at all? Um, cranberry. She's cranberry. cranberry. Thank you very much. Cranberry. Uh, hey, uh, Tim. Can yeah. you come on in here for a second? I um Yeah, what's I, wrong? Yeah, I know you're new and it's it's not um it's really not your fault, but I just Oh I, no. No. Yeah, so um we these these oh, muffins no. we Oh no, it's not a big deal. It's just oh, um, no, but the muffins. Um yeah, so just uh, sorry, I was just saying the uh with these ones, you know, if if they go bad, you have to keep track of like when they go bad cuz then if if we're selling oh, cuz it's really okay. Um, oh, I messed up big, didn't I? Oh, I'm uh, so so sorry. Okay, well, it feels like you you get it. So I'll just that's Ooh. all I needed to say. It's okay. Um, these yeah, are I mean, bad muffins here. Yeah, these are bad. Okay, yeah. so we just got. I'll just take them. I'll throw them out. Okay. Yeah. Listen, cool. I this job means a lot to me. I really you. I know that you like went out on a limb to hire me it means a lot that you hired me so uh-huh. Uh-huh. this won't happen again okay uh, uh, yeah okay okay i'm just gonna throw these out right now all right okay 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 and let this be a lesson to all you muffins oh my if you go bad on my watch i will end you That's to the blueberries to the lemon poppy seed and definitely the everything muffin if you go bad i'm burning you excuse me sir oh yes um i've been standing here at the I'm register sorry, for um, 45 minutes and you've oh, been uh, talking to yourself i <laughs> no no i wasn't talking to myself i was 
talking to the muffins. Okay, um, well, I would like a muffin. So, well, yes. Which one do you want? I would like a so, cranberry muffin. A cranberry yes, muffin. Oh. Um, Normally, I wouldn't have waited all 45 minutes, but I'm really in the mood for some cranberries. Yeah, you know about the say. cranberries. Yes, they, um, they do help you regulate. They went bad, and so I had to throw them out. And I'm sorry that I had to throw them out. This is unacceptable. Listen, I, you waited for minutes. This is unacceptable. Minutes. You probably have Do you a, have a manager? I do. But I just want you to know how sorry I am. I wish that I went home and killed myself. No, Because no. that is how you made me manager. feel. I'll get the get manager. your manager. I'll get the manager. Hey. Hey, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? This man's been waiting for 45 minutes, and he wants a cranberry muffin, but they're in the garbage. Okay, so... What do I do? He's very upset, and he wants you. Okay, he's not that... Just, it, it, just tell them that you don't... You ran out of muffins, you know? Remember we talked about being direct. Um, are you the manager? I was... <laughs> I'm the one who asked for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're the one who asked for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hi, I I'm want back. a cranberry muffin. Okay. I've been waiting 45 minutes, and um, I have irritable situation in my oh, stomach, you know, and uh, yeah, I need yeah. a cranberry muffin. UTI. Usually, right? I wouldn't wait 45 minutes, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Um, you know, if I can't get a cranberry muffin, I will go home and kill myself because of your employee. Oh, boy. Um, well, first, let me just say, I know how painful UTIs are. I've been uh, dealing with that my whole life, right? Oh, I didn't know that, James. I'm oh, sorry to put in. Can you not listen I'm sorry. to our conversation? <laughs> I'm just going to talk to the muffins. Don't do that. Why can't you be cranberries? Do you see what I'm talking about? He's just standing there talking to himself. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that guy, James. I think he had personal things going on. Hello? Been waiting. You've been here too? Can I get a chocolate croissant? We don't actually make those here. That's the all right, all right, all French right. deli down the street. Can I get a bagel? Everything? Whole wheat if you can? We only do muffins here. Really? It's... You only sell muffins? Yes. Alright. That's why it's called... The store is called A Whole Lot of Muffin Going On. Yeah, it's a long title. Uh, But I just... Look, I I, I, I need a muffin. I'm very late for work. Uh, I I, I need something. Okay. Uh, They're everything muffins. Would that be good? Yeah. Uh, sure. I don't know okay. what that means, but sure. It's just got everything. Everything but cranberry. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no, it's bad. <laughs> okay, we, uh, we cut to this guy at home with his wife. How, how, how are you? Um, because I really need to talk to you about Amanda's work in school. She's just been... She, the teacher called again, and I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm at, uh, I'm at my wit's end. I, I'm sorry. Um, we can talk about that, but uh, work was really tough. I lost my job. You, you lost your... 
What happened? What 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 are we gonna do? I'll get another job. There's a bagel place down the street. There's a French deli. I don't I don't understand why how this could have happened. I mean, we have a mortgage to pay. We have so much. We have <sighs> I can't make enough money to support this family as a pilot, okay? I can't. I need another income. Well, I don't know if bagel stores and delis is going to get where we need to go. On the plus side, we have dinner covered tonight because part of my severance package were all the muffins that are going to go bad tomorrow. Part of your severance package was... Mostly my severance package is muffins. Was it your severance package or did they just give you a bag of old muffins? They just gave me a bag of old muffins. God damn it. I our was told that daughter, out. Our daughter can't even spell. She is... If she weren't my daughter and I didn't love her, I don't know what I would think. It sounds like it'd be really bad. Yeah, it would be bad. Listen. We need to get her back on the right track, and part of that is keeping a consistent family mm-hmm. life at home, mm-hmm. and we can't do that without two incomes. You're right. I mean, she's stupid. She's very dumb. And I love her, but it's just that gene didn't get passed on. I'll go talk to her. We cut to the room, and she's... Hey, Dad. (laughs) Hey, honey. Uh, I heard you're doing real bad in school. Oh, yeah. Here's some muffins. Ew. I don't want that. What? I don't want any muffins. I'm busy playing my games and reading my magazine. You can read magazines, but you can't spell? Yeah. It's mostly pictures. Ugh. Didn't did Mr. Samuels call you again? What? About I didn't what? do anything wrong. What? I didn't do anything in the Is this about what happened today? I don't know what happened today to you. What happened? Do you Do you know how there's dodgeball in gym? <sighs> did you put another kid in the hospital? Well, I did, but... I don't know why you use basketballs for dodgeball. It's just... I just I just think it's fun. And you solely go for the head. I and I don't understand it. Yeah. And it's sometimes not well, even in gym. I'm such a bad father. Okay. Here, have this muffin, please. It'll make me feel better. It'll make dog. me feel better. Just... Uh, Um, Dad. Mm-hmm. Got a got a lot of pesto on your shirt. God damn it! Why? Should probably clean. I'll go clean up. Just happens a lot. I just think you're me- a little bit of a messy. Okay. All right. Answer. All right. Shirt. Why are you so messy? <laughs> Dad, I feel like you've got more going on than I do. Um, <laughs> I think you need to deal with you first. I can't make anything go right. Uh, muffins? 
And the shirts. Not my daughter. Um, alright. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm about to throw a bunch of basketballs at you. Okay. Here, read a book. I'm leaving. Oh! I'm leaving the room. Get out. I'm leaving. It's my house. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go talk to your mother now. Great. Honey. Yeah. I left the muffins in her room. I'm, I'm just going to I need a divorce. I and you know why? I expect... I... What? I think I know why, but... I've never in my life heard of someone who wants a divorce for this reason. But do you know what the reason is? What is the reason? You're weird. I get it. I want a you divorce because you're weird. It checks out. Uh, we cut to that divorce <laughs> meeting with their lawyers. I do not want him Listen, it's to all... have... I Excuse me. I'm speaking. I don't want this man... To visit my kids. He's too weird. And she can have the house. And I just insist that she takes all the muffins. That is the part of this negotiation that I will not compromise on. Because I don't want the muffins. I don't know why he still has them. I don't know why he doesn't keep that. It seems to be the only thing that I think rightfully belongs to him. And, most importantly, it's fucking weird. It's weird that he's bringing in muffins to my divorce, all right? It's all I had, and you get half. Why are you wearing a top hat? It's just weird. I don't get, I don't get it. This is my new job. What is your new job? I'm working as a maitre d'. That doesn't require a, a top hat. It's a theme restaurant. It's set in a time period where I have to wear a top hat. I'll take it off. Thank you. Stupid hat, why are you so stupid? I think that um, we don't need to go much further. Uh, I think this uh, who needs custody of these kids is, uh, is quite clear. Um, that checks out, Honor. That checks out, Your Honor. Great. Uh, I'm going to go on home. Uh, because okay. this seems to be all wrapped up, so have a nice, uh, have a nice night, guys. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm really relaxed. <laughs> I'm a real relaxed judge. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Yeah. We cut to uh, the off the the new restaurant that Tim is working at. <clears throat> Hun honey? Good evening. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll give you two a moment. <laughs> Honey, what are you doing here with James, my old boss? Uh, oh, um, uh, I, I didn't expect to see you here. Um, uh, James, you remember? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I do. Um, look, we, um, this is obviously awkward, but we, uh, we started seeing each other. Um, but it, uh, um, I have to, I'm, I'm, my boss is looking at me. I have to do this the way we're supposed to. I'm supposed to greet you a certain way. Good evening, sir or madam. Jesus Christ. Thank you for coming to our humble... <laughs> okay, uh, is there any way you could do the 
do this for a different table, send us a different waiter. Just I just feel like I don't want to watch the you have to. I have to do this for every. I have no self-respect or dignity. <sighs> Might I offer you a bottle of champagne for the lady? Or the handsome strapping man here? Why do I have to say this every time? Hey, can you come over here for a second? I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, we'll just yeah. give, give you a moment. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? You having another problem? You just say the script. It's my ex-wife and and my former boss. Oh. Oh, God. That's... Okay. That's fair. Uh, But still, I mean, clean up. There's pesto all over your shirt. We don't serve that. I don't know why that's there. It's gross. Uh, So just do something about that, please. (laughs) See. (laughs) Edit. There it is. <laughs> that was maybe the longest uh, improv set I've done on the podcast. Thanks for being here, Davey. Woo, sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> uh, can I plug the truth? Absolutely, yeah. A, wanna... We've got a four-part serial coming out, um, so listen to it, starring Erica Hernandez oh. and Peter Gross. Fantastic Ooh, improviser. Yep. Wow. Uh, uh, Peter Gross is... Uh, yeah. Is that the Peter Gross of the Sonicats? Or, Peter, or is that Peter Gross? Uh, no, of, yes, of the Sonic. The guy. same yeah, guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. He's on Veep. He's really great. So Super talented. Super funny. Former um, writer of Late Night yeah. and Late Show yeah. and Colbert Report. Um, so that you should all listen to or follow uh, The Truth Fiction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening all the way to the <laughs> bitter end. By the um, way, that was a bonker set. It was. <laughs> and I'm fine with it. Damn right, I'm fine with it. (laughs) Now we have a good time, as you could tell from all the giggling through that episode. Again, we had wine. (laughs) So what are you going to do? You can check out stuff about The Truth Podcast at thetruthpodcast.com. Please do that. Very fun podcast. And you can find it on iTunes, just like you can find us on iTunes. And if you want to know more about Davey, you can go to DaveyGardner.com and at DaveyGardner on Instagram and Twitter. Of course, links in bio to all of this. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We have a couple of fun episodes coming up. We're going to talk about the audition process from the performer's standpoint. We're not going to get any inside baseball in it. And we also have a former CIA agent coming up. It'll make sense when you hear it when she's on a comedy podcast. (laughs) It's a good one. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr.